As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda. 10.50 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. How sweep it is. I'm Jeff Biggs, and with the World Cup and Wimbledon taking the day off, it's a big day for baseball with the top team in the majors right now, the Boston Red Sox, looking to complete the sweep in Kansas City. Boston still up by two on the Yankees, and right now they are up on the Royals, one to nothing as uh, they bat in the top of the third. As for the Yankees, as I said, they are two games back, trying to take the rubber game in Toronto and the Blue Jays have caught him. It is now 1-1 with the Blue Jays batting in the bottom of the seventh. And they also have a runner on second with nobody out. The A's are rolling the Indians in Cleveland 4-0. Michael Fulmer making another showcase start in Detroit. The Tigers are expected to move him. Not a good day. Fulmer is uh, down to the Rangers 3-0 with the Tigers batting in the bottom of the sixth. The Rays are routing the Mets at City Field 7-0. The Marlins are on top of the Nationals 3-2. The Pirates have opened up a 4-1 lead over the Phillies. That's in the fifth. Top of the third, no score yet between the Brewers and the Braves at Miller Park as they wrap up their weekend showdown. And also the Astros going for the sweep at home against the White Sox. Scoreless in the second. The Cubs with a 2-0 lead as they go to the third against the surging Reds. In the NBA, it's official. Devin Booker has signed a five-year max extension with the Suns worth $158 million. Phoenix Suns fans, it's official. The day I've been waiting on, sign another five years with a great organization. The future is here. It's looking good. I'm excited. And NBA Summer League play is about to tip today in Las Vegas. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I'm Jeff Biggs. This is NBC Sports Radio. This is KCAA. Exploring Science in the Sea. In January of 2013, at an auction in Tokyo, 
a sushi restaurant owner paid one and three quarter million dollars for a Pacific bluefin tuna. Not a boatload of them, mind you, but a single fish. The high price was mainly a publicity stunt. Yet even an average bluefin typically sells for tens of thousands of dollars. That makes it one of the most expensive fish on the planet, and that's making it increasingly endangered. There are three species of bluefin found in the Pacific, Atlantic, and Southern Oceans. The Atlantic variety is the biggest, typically growing to six or seven feet long and more than 500 pounds. The bluefin is one of the fastest of all fish, topping out at more than 40 miles per hour. It achieves that speed because it has a streamlined body and it can fold its fins down to reduce drag. When it swims, it moves only its tail, which requires less energy than flexing the entire body. And it has large gills that extract a lot of oxygen from the water. The bluefin is warm-blooded, so it can dive into the cold ocean depths in search of prey. And it'll eat just about anything that swims, especially fish and squid. Because of bluefin's popularity in Japan, fishing fleets pursue them relentlessly. That's caused major drops in all the bluefin populations. Some new restrictions enacted a few years ago may be helping them rebound, although that's not certain. What is certain is that as long as there's demand, people will be trying to catch the speedy bluefin tuna. For the University of Texas Marine Science Institute, I'm Holly Brawley. Are you or a loved one suffering from an addiction? If so, help is available. Many people are getting help from a recovery center called Sheer Recovery. You can call Sheer Recovery now at 888-SHEER-51. That's 888-743-3751. If you have insurance, your treatment may be covered at little to no cost. Most importantly, you can't lose your job because you decide to get help. Sheer Recovery is staffed with professionals who understand addictions and how to treat addictions. They understand what an addicted person goes through every day. So if you or a loved one are suffering from an addiction, it's time to call Sheer Recovery at 888-SHEER-51. That's 888-743-3751. A better life begins with Sheer Recovery. Call 888-743-3751 or go online at www.sheerrecovery.com. KCAA. Welcome to the Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for the Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We are talking mortgages. Hello, everybody out there. I am Jeff Barton, and thank you for tuning in and listening to the show. We got a couple of calls this week on mortgage products based on the show that they heard last week. So thank you very much for listening, tuning in, and giving us a call. Uh, we try to give expert advice in many different areas. One of the things that we always get calls on is credit score, low credit score. And low credit score, where, where FHA is a factor, would be around 580. Now, that's kind of a magic number for a lot of lenders. Although FHA guidelines will set 500 as the FICO score minimum, 
580 is sort of uh, what we'd like to say in the industry is um, uh, the bellwether or the marginal line or that thing you don't want to dip below. But really, 620 to 640 is the wheelhouse we like to have because that shows that you had some credit scores uh, that are positive. You are paying some bills on times. Maybe you've had some you know, credit-related incidents in the past three, four years which have really killed your credit score. Could be a bankruptcy, foreclosure, any number of things that would really hurt you. Maybe you've had some medical expenses that you just couldn't stay abreast with your bills. Well, in this particular case, um, we understand that, obviously, and we try to set you up with lenders or lend the money ourselves. Uh, Malibu Funding, who is the sponsor of this show and the company that I work for as well, also, and by the way, their NMLS number is 79620 if you want to look it up on the NMLS to make sure that that particular company is a legit company. And uh, if you're out there shopping, make sure that anybody you're talking to a mortgage has a mortgage license. That's kind of an important thing. Uh, you can go to a bank like Wells or Bank of America or Chase or any number of them and talk to a loan officer there. But they're not really licensed loan officers. What they are is registered loan officers. A little bit different in terms of both the education qualifications and the background checks. Um, if you have an independent mortgage broker here in Southern California, and this show is broadcast to a number of different areas, but I want to say hi to our affiliates at KCAA, KMET, and of course, K-Tahoe. We're also heard in Las Vegas. Uh, we're online and at uh, themortgagevoice.com as well as YouTube. Go to Jeff Barton, R-E Voice or Real Estate Voice, and you will see here and pick up all the different ways that we can be um, shown to you in the different scenarios, places, broadcast, or otherwise online that the show is being aired. Talking credit score a little bit here and how that affects you and where we are in terms of trying to provide you answers for issues if you have credit scores like the people that called this week. A couple people picked up the phone, gave us a call, hi. And this is a typical call, and this is how it goes most of the time. They call up. They want to speak to me, but of course, as everyone knows, I can't talk to everybody. So normally what happens is if you call my office, what you're going to get is a terrific person on the phone who will ask you who you are, what you need, and what you're looking for. And within 30 seconds to a minute, you will have a phone number of a loan officer in the area. If you're calling for San Bernardino or Riverside counties, we have probably four or five different loan officers there. If you're calling from out of state, we have loan officers in there. Now, out of state, we're licensed in 10 different states as Malibu funding, and that would be, of course, all the surrounding states of California, as well as a bunch in the southeast, uh, Illinois in the west, uh, Midwest, rather, and Texas down south. And you will get a loan officer who will not only, uh, you'll get their number, but you'll also get uh, a call from them probably within 10 or 15 minutes because as soon as we get a terrific call from like these people who called up looking for help in a 580 credit score situation or thereabouts, FHA, we certainly can help them and we have a number of different investors as well as lending partners who will go down to 580 in order to help that person. Now, when you are a credit score of 580 
to 620, let's say, you're going to take some hits on your uh, rate. Now, rates consistently have been rising this year, as everybody knows, but they're still below 5%. And if you get a rate and you are a 580 credit score around 5 to 5.25%, that's about a quarter to a half off what a regular FHA loan is. And the reason that is is because if a lender says, you know, that is a hit to your rate, what they are saying is the risk to them is greater than if you are 740 FICO score looking for a particular uh, loan from them. And that is a legitimate you know, concern. Obviously, if a lender is going to lend you money, they're on the hook for it. Uh, anybody who's uh, pulling a FHA case number, and by the way, uh, being a FHA uh, lender, once again, we were a lender for FHA back in 2004 through, no, what was it, 2010 we were for a while before they pulled all what they used to call mini eagles. Uh, they had a, a minimum net worth of about $63,000 you had to have as a company, and then you could become an FHA lender. Well, the, the net worth requirement is a million dollars, and so uh, for a gap of about mm, five or six years when we were building towards that particular net worth of a million dollars, uh, we weren't able to um, be a lender on FHA loans. We were able to broker FHA loans, as we still do. I still have a number of loan officers who enjoy the process of shopping every lender in order to get the best possible rates. And we have loan officers who use Malibu funding as a lender, and uh, we are still doing both, both here in California as well as around the country. In each different state, every state has their own licensing issues. So you can imagine the nightmare it is for 10 different states and having 10 different regulators telling you exactly what their particular state needs if you want to do X or if you want to do Y, i.e. if you want to be a lender or if you want to be a broker or if you want to be both, you have to carry two licenses, which we do in several different states. So the guy that called me, he was looking for an FHA loan, which I think at 580 we can find him a lender to be able to do that. Malibu won't lend the money because I just don't have uh, the insurance to cover down to 580. However, for that particular person, yeah, we can help him. We assigned him a terrific loan officer. They hooked up within, you know, five minutes of the phone call. So if you're out there and you're listening and you've got a, a, a question or you have a particular need because your credit score is a certain way, we can absolutely help you do that. And why we do that is obvious. We're, we're certainly in the business to do that, to make money. But more importantly for me personally is helping people get into housing. That is really the number one uh, reason we're into this business. Uh, I was a real estate agent for many, many years, worked at uh, uh, guys gone now, this company, well, John Douglas. He used to be John Douglas and Fred Sands for years in California. And then they both sold out to Coldwell Banker. It has to be at least 10, maybe 11 years ago. Uh, went on my own in 2000 and have been trying to help people get into housing, uh, whether it's in an up market or a down market. And by the way, the strategy with which you employ in order to get a house in both markets is substantially different. Find a great real estate agent who can help you wend your way through whatever strategy it is that you've come up with. Now, we have borrowers all the time to come to Malibu Funding and say, hey, you know what? I need this particular property, but I can't pay more than this. I said, okay, that's fine, but you're not going to be able to live where you want to live. And because location, 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 everybody always says that in real estate, but it's true. If you want to live in the best school system neighborhood, if you want to live in uh, the best shopping neighborhood, if you want to live in the, in the lowest crime neighborhoods, and believe me, 
borrowers and buyers, they look at all these statistics because obviously if you've got a family, you're raising a family, you want to have your best choice out there. But if you've only got X amount of dollars and you can only borrow X amount of money and the neighborhood squeals or squeaks or screams for more, you're not going to be able to live in that neighborhood. But we can help you find, or your real estate agent should be able to help you find what you can afford. You really want to afford, and everybody knows this too, you want to afford the lowest price possible in the best possible neighborhood. Now that could be uh, A plus neighborhood, it could be a C plus neighborhood. Doesn't mean they're the worst neighborhoods. For instance, I know a lot of neighborhoods all around Los Angeles, Ventura, San Bernardino, and Riverside where some might be calling it marginal or maybe a little bit sketchy or you don't want to go out at 10 o'clock at night. However, in another two or three or five years, that could be the hottest real estate neighborhood in the area. Why? Because what happens when a neighborhood looks attractive to borrowers or buyers? They look at it as a value of something that probably isn't there yet. That's the type of gem that most people are looking for. And I can quote many different areas in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, Riverside areas, certainly Orange County, all the way up to Inyo. And by the way, the fire up in that neck of the woods is unbelievable. I want to get into a little bit of what's going on in uh, weather-related incidences around the country that are just killing it. But in Southern California right now, it's a little bit quiet. It's not too bad in terms of the heat yet, which is a blessing. I had a guy tell me the other day that Southern California is cold this time of year, and I looked at him and I said, what are you trying to do, bring in 110 degree heat? I don't want that kind of heat. But if you're out there and you're listening to my voice right now and you are hot, well, summer is here. Everybody knows it. Summer buying season is here. Inventory is down. Prices went up last month to seven and a quarter percent annual increase, which is high. Um, so if you're out there and you're listening to my voice and you need a loan, give us a call. We can get you set up right away. If you need a real estate agent, we could probably recommend one to you. Anyway, I'm Jeff Barton. I'm your voice in the mortgage industry, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's the telephone number. Pick up the phone and give us a call. The Mortgage Show is about you. It's about your mortgage. We'd like to hear from you. If you want to email me, info at malibufunding.net. Uh, we are on YouTube. I have a uh, website called themortgagevoice.com where you can see this show video-wise as well as all the terrific guests we have. Uh, on that particular website, we also have the Las Vegas Real Estate Show. So if you want to get on the mailing list for any of these things or you want to see the weekly uh, show of either one of these shows, just go to The Mortgage Voice, and that's the best place to see it. Uh, also on YouTube, that's another great place. Um, let's see. My Twitter handle is at Jeff6493, uh, bartonblog.net. That's a musings of mine about both personal and professional things that are going on both here uh, at Malibu Funding, which is the sponsor for the show. Thank you very much, Malibu Funding, uh, as well as what's going on in my own personal life. Uh, 
You know what Facebook is, and you know what LinkedIn is, you know what Alignable is, you know what a lot of these social uh, Instagram or Snapchat, you know what all these things do. Uh, the main focus of what they do is to try to present the personal, uh, but what has bled into them, and this is one of the reasons why Facebook, I think, got into all their trouble, as well as a lot of other these social media sites, is that they began to mix the business with what these social networks were originally all about. When, when Facebook first started back in, I don't know, Daryl, when, when did Facebook first start? I'm going to say uh, uh, 10 years ago. But I'll 10 look, years I'll, ago, I'll look, okay. I'll look it up. Yeah, let's say, let's say it's 2007, 2006, 2008, 2009, anywhere in there. And for the last 10 years, what we've had is a slow migration as capitalism always does. You know, uh, anybody that's read, read your Karl Marx. Yeah, exactly. Not Groucho Marx. Read your Karl Marx. 2004. He, thank you. 2004. Well, there you go. What happens is people's desire to make money is beyond anything uh, that, that anything else that, that is going to happen in terms of what large groups of people mass together. If you go to a football game and you're, let's say you go and, and anybody who was out there that's been down to that horrible L.A. Coliseum will know what I'm talking about, you stand outside and you're basically in a sea of humanity trying to get to the um, barbecued chicken rib that you want. Well, what happens is, is that you're just massed in there, you're shoved around, and you're basically standing in line to purchase something. Well, that's what's happened with Facebook, with LinkedIn, with um, uh, Snapchat or Instagram. It's all turned into a really large space where people are pushing product at you, whether it's pushing product at you as uh, a direct sale like Malibu Funding will do, like Jeff Barton will do. I will send out through my Facebook page and boost it this particular show, a, a blurb of this particular show. That's what's happened. That's what anybody in business is doing nowadays in order to corral customers or to get the message to them. How you do that, why you do that, and where you do that, that's a whole different strategy. But social media itself is being used way differently than it was intended to be used. Facebook got into trouble with that when they took the aggregate of what the searches or the, the, uh, uh, the information that is garnered through social media applications and connections, and they began to sell the raw data to anybody that had <laughs> would step up to the plate with cash. And that's really what happened uh, with their particular, you know, uh, business model. And Zuckerberg went to both uh, the Congress and also the European Union, and he, you know, he uh, fell on his sword, mea culpa, won't happen again. Well, trust me, it's happening again, and it's just happening quieter. Uh, there are Autobots, there's artificial intelligence, there's all kinds of things that amass information based on what's happening in the social media sphere. So as I'm trying to explain what Malibu funding does, it's pretty direct. We just say, hey, here we are, this is what I do, and basically I'm promoting the show. I'm not promoting lending, I'm not promoting buying, I'm promoting the show. Most other people on there are trying to sell you a product. Either they're saying, hey, we're the best product, or have you tried this out? Or maybe one of your friends who is using this product has recommended this to you, so therefore, why don't you try it? All of these ways of trying to use social media and how it's being used is not going away. So if you're involved in all of these social medias, as I am, as anybody who is basically under 40, they're 
glued to the phone, and I, I don't know if, and Daryl, you can attest to this, right? You walk down any street in America, what's the first thing you see? Cell phones. Cell phones. People Pe head down. Yep, exactly bumping right. Bumping into other people. And I marvel at it. Yeah. My, my, my daughter is, is, of course, contrarian, much to, to what I am, uh, is also uh, one of these people who says, no, I'm not going to do that. It's who? Uh, Charles. Oh, it's Charles. Oh, all right. Very good. We'll just, yeah, just text him back that, uh, or, or yeah, put him on the phone. Why not? Why not? Uh, oh, okay. Very good. We'll get to him in a couple of minutes. That's fine. I mean, basically what I told him is 345. So uh, anyway, so uh, getting back to this so whole social media aspect of what we're trying to do with communication, with selling products, and how it's being handled in terms of what's being uh, given to you. Facebook will tell you it's not happening. I'm telling you it is. Malibu funding and what we do here in the lending uh, uh, world is I'm telling you it is. I'm presenting myself both as a person in the personal sense, but that also bleeds into the professional sense. Jeff Barton, Malibu funding is the same guy, whether it's personal or professional. And that's the preferred way by which messages are delivered to you in the social sphere right now. Now, you, you have a lot of different people who will lecture you, who will want to provide information for you, who will try to entice you. There are medical commercials right out now uh, describing medical conditions that you might have. And, and darn it, if next week you don't have that medical condition and you are on the phone to your doctor saying, hey, I, I think I have this. Maybe we should use this product that has described the condition to me last week on TV. It's called, you're basically inventing problems and then providing the solution. That's one of the problems with not only television advertising, radio advertising, but certainly in the uh, social media sphere. Now, we are all a little bit cynical nowadays. Let's face it, anybody who is uh, watching the news, uh, the term fake news that's out there, yes, very, very cynical. In the lending world, what we've got is a lot of claims uh, about the brilliance of either the provider of uh, the information through the commercial or through the social media, or it's uh, a promise that this is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Now, anybody out there who is under 60, uh, you have no idea what that means. When my grandmother could, could have a loaf of bread that was sliced and brought home, that was a big technological advancement. So when someone said, you know, it's, it's as good as sliced bread, because, yeah, you used to have to get out the knife and cut your own bread. That was, that was a big deal. Anyway, yes, I'm old. I'm 63. Daryl, we share the same, uh, almost the same. Yeah, I just had a birthday last week. Congratulations. 60? Thank you. 62. Congratulations. Yeah. How do you, do you feel much better? No. <laughs> I feel exactly the same. <laughs> you know, my daughter had her 19th birthday this year in May, and I said her to the same thing. I said, hey, you feel any different? She said, no. I still can't drink, and I still can't go to a bar. And these, oh, she turned 18. She turned 19. 19, so she's still a teenager. Right, and then she went on to show me, yes, every college student who is out there probably has one of these fake IDs, right? 18 and 21 are the biggies in California for a variety of reasons. Yes, exactly. Now, what, what's the law for uh, uh, smoking weed? What is that? 18. 18? Yeah. Okay, so, but you can, can you buy it at that age? Yes. 18? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, wow, 18 years old, man. I tell you what, when I was high school, back in the Drink, day... Drinking is 21. 21. It was in 18 when I, in Massachusetts where I grew up, 18. Yeah, Vegas as well, I think. Unbelievable. So my daughter, a bit of a contrarian, right? She doesn't want to have a cell phone. She's against all the social media. But 
Being a contrarian only works if, in fact, there is a mass movement to do something. So anything, if you're in the lending world and you hear a, 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 a two minutes, we hear a, a, an ad that says, hey, you know what, Rocket Mortgage, we can get you an approval in eight minutes. Six months ago, they didn't have that disclaimer. Why? Because they only were saying, we can get you approved immediately. Well, apparently, somebody figured out that it took eight minutes to fill the darn thing out. So, yeah, so, you need to define immediately. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, that's exactly right. I, I was on the phone today with a lender, and they said, I'll do it right now. So a half hour, hour, hour and a half. And I said, well, right now is relative, right? I mean, if you're talking uh, in 1945, World War II ended, that's relative. You don't have to define a date, but it's, it's kind of in the now then but yeah, I think you just peeled a, another layer off millennials <laughs> right now does not mean right no now. it does not mean it I mean so with rocket mortgage with a lot of the uh, uh, information that is given in order to get an immediate mortgage you still need in each and every state as I was saying in an earlier segment of the show every state has licensing every state requires certain things of each and every lender nobody's going to be able to allow a borrower to borrow money without a loan officer involved on a residential mortgage because there's too many disclosures that are required so somebody has to be fiduciary and you just can't do that in eight minutes anyway i'm jeff barton thanks for listening to the show thanks for tuning in each and every week and we'll be right back you're listening to the mortgage voice with jeff barton We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number. Pick it up. Give us a call. I had a bunch of calls last week about the show, about 580 credit score, about how we can help with FHA loans at a low credit score. So if you're out there right now and you got that similar type problem, pick up the phone and give us a call. I want to say hi to KCAA, KMET. And uh, K Tahoe are three terrific affiliates who carry our message from uh, California up to uh, Nevada and uh, Northern California as well. Northern California going through some fires right now. Wish everybody up there good luck and take it easy. Obviously, we have concerns not only for you, but for, you know, trying to fund deals that are in the middle of, uh, oh, boy, what are we going to do now? Uh, but uh, let's shift gears a little bit. I want to bring back to the show Christian Ramos has been on the show several times uh, talking to us about what his company does, the mortgage, uh, the money source, rather, uh, to help borrowers in this time uh, try to get funding. Christian, how are you doing? Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Great. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, tell us a little bit about the wheelhouse, where you guys sit, uh, what's your niche at the money source, so that we can begin to talk a little bit about solutions for some of the borrowers out there who need what you have. Yeah, well, nowadays, a lot of the, the talk out there, and we've seen it with competitors, uh, really either downsizing or just reshifting their gears. Right. Um, a lot of the indicators and everything that's out there nowadays is pretty much picking up conventional um, as 70% of the business that's out there. Um, we've kind of shifted gears, uh, turned back the clock two years ago. Everything was pretty much... Um 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. FHA as a majority of the business, but now with, uh, with gears changing and everything kind of revamping, uh, conventional's really taken uh, a strong lead in terms of being what's uh, the majority of the business out there. So with that being said, yeah, we've really just opened the box in terms of underwriting exactly what DU, whatever, you know, nothing in terms of overlays is really what's setting us apart from the competitors out there. We really just underwrite exactly what Fannie Mae and, and Freddie Mac requires on those um, automated findings. Hey, tell, tell the audience, I know what it is, but tell the audience what overlays are and how some lenders are using those overlays to make more money, and you don't. You got it. Well, in regards to these overlays, sometimes these are more than anything hurdles that borrowers, uh, the consumer, has to sometimes go through on top of uh, regular investor guidelines like Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or even the Govies. Right. Uh, when I mean Govies, uh, the FHA government loans, VA loans. Right. Uh, these types of overlays are sometimes put on by lenders, which that's where we come in and we really uh, either limit or have no overlays on our products. And um, you might run into uh, different types of requirements that some lenders may have. Uh, for instance, uh, on investment properties, some uh, investors uh, require, I'm sorry, some lenders require uh, the actual borrowers to have history of being a landlord when actually Fannie Mae has no guideline or requirement for that, but some investors will require this uh, in terms of, I'm sorry, I apologize, some lenders will require it in terms of, uh, you know, putting these on top of the actual investor guidelines. So what happens, Christian, is that they charge you more money on the rate, right? Isn't that where, you know, we can do it, but it's going to cost you a quarter point or it's going to cost you a half a point. There you go. And essentially, that's what you deal with in terms of a lot of lenders that are um, on the back end not servicing, not um, maintaining a portfolio of their loans. Here at The Money Source, we do 100% uh, service our loans and don't sell any of our particular loans. So that's where you do deal with a lot of the competitors that are selling off the the, the particular loans once they fund, uh, running into investor pricing because of the fact that they either have to fit it in this bucket or that bucket because of overlays. 
Thank you. That's that's good. And I think what happens to a lot of people is that when they get with one lender, they stay with that one lender, regardless of whether the rate goes up or down, depending on the circumstance. And that's to the detriment. Uh, what do you say to people who, you know, obviously uh, have been not taken, but certainly paid a rate that they probably shouldn't have paid? Do you, do you, you know, I mean, how, how yeah, do you well, educate them? I mean, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, please jump in. Yeah, especially with nowadays, um, you know, rates being at the at the fingertips of the consumer. Um, you have your your uh, type of lenders that are over the internet, and everything's pretty much up front. Now we're dealing with a age of technology where the borrowers and the consumers are aware of the rates moving from day to day. So right. now, in terms of getting these types of loans, yeah, it's it's, it's a lot tougher to sell those higher interest rates because the consumer is more educated. But in terms of your question, you know, kind of circling back to what you mentioned, what I would suggest for these types of lenders, always look into like uh, further uh, uh, in terms of the loan life of, of, of a loan that actually gets funded. A lot of people look into, okay, how, what kind of rate, what kind of uh, actual um, uh, closing costs am I going to encounter? But a lot of the times what we have to ask ourselves is, What's going to happen to the life of this fire for some reason or another have the uh, uh, requirements that, yeah, that other banks and other lenders would never have because they'd service the loan. So you do get a, more than anything, avoid headaches. And second of all, going back to your general question about ultimately the most competitive rate. Right, exactly. And I think rate nowadays when, right, when rates are rising is probably at issue with many, many borrowers because it's a difference between being able to afford uh, real estate prices that are going up as well, right? Yeah, and with that, you know, everybody's got it in the back of their mind with the uh, real estate prices going up is that rate that's pretty much right around the corner. We've seen it going up. It's kind of settled in the last couple of weeks, yep. but we know ultimately where it's going to be headed. Yeah, exactly. Give us your idea what you think or where you think rates are headed by the end of the year. We're midway point through 2018, if you can believe it. And, um, yeah, what, what do you think? Do you think we're going to be at 5.5% by the end of the year? Anybody's guess, but I, in, in, in terms of my particular outlook on it, if these values continue to, to, to increase, which right now most areas have, have been stabilizing, and that's why I think a lot of the rates have kind of stayed put in the last couple of weeks. But once these rate, these values start to increase, I think, yeah, it's going to go hand-in-hand hand with the rate. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm skeptical about a lot of different things on the rates. I mean, from what you read, and every time you get a particular handle on what you think is driving rates, something else pops up. For instance, the New York Federal Reserve is now buying mortgage-backed securities like never before so that's artificially keeping the rates down now is that a strategy by the new york fed or do they really think the product is worth it in terms of uh, providing liquidity in their particular portfolio i don't know man this is all big boy stuff i just don't i you know what i mean i'm trying to follow it because usually you try to follow the bond market yeah right a lot of it's on the industry level because a lot of these lenders and especially um I see it uh, firsthand because internally, I mentioned at the top of the, of the conversation, a lot of the lenders are starting to restructure, revamp, re, re, uh, yep, I agree. you know, in, in terms of their internal system of how it works because there's a lot of market uh, compression right now going yes, on. Yes, there is. Um, 
Yeah, and that's kind of where lenders are also revamping and repricing because pretty much everybody deals with the same type of stuff. It yep. all happened, you know, years ago was a little example when Trid stepped in and lenders trying to adjust their, you know, their operations and ops to, you know, being able to cover all the costs and doing everything for Trid. We've kind of been dealing with a new type of market compression that's really, you know, adjusting rates, not so much because of market, but also because of what lenders are doing. Yeah, and I think the comp what, you, what you say about compression, which means that really a lot of lenders are either going out of business or being bought and sold, or, you know, a lot of people are getting laid off. I just saw Wells Fargo was laying off people, and, you right, know, certainly right. if you look at the purchases that Caliber has made or uh, Union Bank has made a couple, there are a lot mm -hmm. of different lenders either going to, you know, be bought or sold or go out of business or, you know, fire people just because there aren't enough loans to go around that's really what the deal is because the refi market is gone so there hey christian can you shout out your phone number you really speak to a lot of uh people in the listening audience about best rates and uh fairest programs because you're a portfolio lender at the right. money source so shout out your phone number for people so that they can get a hold of you if they need you oh anytime and my telephone number direct is area code six two six four zero seven Seven one zero one, and that telephone number again is six two six four zero seven seven one zero one. Christian, thank you very much once again for coming on the show. Uh, always enlightening, and the education about what you guys are doing is really welcome. Thank you. Thank you. you have a great day. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, at any time. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's the telephone number. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We're talking mortgages. We talk a lot about real estate. We talk anything to do with... Um, with what's going on in the real estate and mortgage markets all over the country. Uh, we have affiliates in Southern California as well as Northern California. Uh, we are online, and um, if you'd like to email me with any questions about whether you have the right mortgage, whether you need to look at the mortgage in terms of both the rate and term and the amount, and maybe you want to take money out, absolutely. Info at malibufunding.net. That's our email address, so pick up the phone, give us a call, email us. Uh, Twitter handle is at Jeff649 three as many other ways to contact us and we absolutely appreciate your input why because without you telling me what's going on in the marketplace I can't really bring those answers to the air so keep it up thank you very much and uh, right now I want to bring to the show guy been on the show several times many times matter of fact uh, Charles Giscombe from uh, Malibu funding Nevada he is the branch manager qualified employee out there as well as one of the uh, uh, top secondary marketing people in the company Charles how are you Jeff great how you doing today I'm just fine thank you very much for coming on the show it's short notice I knew you were in town so I wanted to get a hold of you and get you on the show thanks for doing that Thanks again. I love, love to be here. Okay, very good. Uh, what's going on in the market in uh, both Nevada and in California is we've got rates rising and the uh, the real estate market is really on fire. We saw that it went up last month, uh, year to date, 7.2%. Now, that's a huge number, although we've had some, um, I guess, inkling or some... Um, 
know, idea that it's going to settle out and as the rates are. Give us your idea about what's going on with rates here uh, in Nevada and across the country and where you might see it happening uh, to go in the next six months or so before the end of the year. Well, based on the market right now, we're seeing, uh, obviously, the rates are increasing. Um, they've increased already a couple times, Jeff, and, I've, and as we talked about before, uh, we may see a couple more before the end of the year. Right. Um, you know, obviously, you know what happens when the rate goes up, it means the economy is doing well. Yep. Uh, when the rates go down, the economy is not doing well. So it's a, it's a true uh, a test, a true sign that the economy is doing well. And so as we continue to boom, I believe that, like we talked about, Jeff, uh, you know, it looks like it'll it'll increase a couple more times. Uh, obviously, it's a, you know, it's a seller's market, uh, and, and people are purchasing homes, Jeff. And so, at the end of the day, even though the rates are increasing, um, you know, people are buying. Uh, they're, they're 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 coming out. They're seeking mortgages, um, and they're seeking all types of mortgages. And so, you know. Let's talk about that for a second, Charles. You're a busy guy. You're very um, not only plugged into a number of different markets, but you've also got a number of different clients. Give us your idea of a typical client and their reaction to rising interest rates uh, with you, and then how are you solving problems out there in the real world? Well, you know, it's two different kinds of clientele that we deal with. Obviously, you know, we love dealing with the public. We want people that we can help, you know, fulfill their first-time homeowner dreams or, you know, refinance their homes in different situations. So I have those particular clients, Jeff, and, and, and they're still buying and purchasing and looking for, uh, you know, programs that can benefit them. Sometimes they're looking for programs that can benefit them in regards to down payment assistance or different situations. So we have access to all those different type of programs. Individuals just doing traditional loans, um, you know, just trying to fulfill the American dream. So we have those products. Um, and, and, and we work hard with them at Malibu Funding to, to work through past any problems or situations they may have credit-wise um, and, and helping them structure their transactions. Um, and, and that's for one side of the business, and that's particularly in any state that we're working in, especially in Nevada, Jeff, and obviously in California. And then we've we, we, we lately, and I, and I have dealt with, you know, different athletes and entertainers, different individuals in, in the past, foreign individuals, that do have other situations and issues, and just because you have money doesn't mean you don't have issues. Now, you run into those individuals that make a lot of money, they have tax issues, so, you know, they spend a lot of money, so their taxes, you know, don't show as much money as they make. So you have those situations and those issues that you have to deal with those individuals to help create their, fix their problem. And with that, we always talk about this, you know, I'm the big fan and avid of the non-QM situation because it helps yep. individuals who don't make their money traditionally on a W-2 or a paycheck stub it helps them show ways and structure them so that they can still make the purchases and do these and get financing done um, and, and basically tailor fit it to the needs or to or to the specifications that that, that they require in order to get uh, you know documentation of different things shown. So it's the difference between the two. You know, you have the traditional and you have you know the other individuals who own their own companies. Uh, you know, or who are happy entertainers or different individuals that don't get paid off a paycheck stub or W two. So. We help at Malibu Funding do both. We, you know, we can structure a traditional, conventional FHA loan, VA loan, or we can help other individuals get more creative and find other uh, ways and options and alternatives to getting financing done for them. So, you know, whether it's whether it's you know regular the, the regular individual, Jeff, the everyday individual, from someone else who's making a lot more money. Um, that, that has different, they all have different problems that we have to help solve. So, uh, problem solving, or uh, you know. 
What we get in our business is people who burn out quickly. Now, we're in a very tight situation because we've got a compressed market uh, in that there are fewer loans because the refinance market is down. When you get into a situation where you're in competition with other lenders, with other loan officers, for a client to be able to get them the rate done or uh, get them a program, um, problem solving is the number one reason why you know, you're good at what you do. Describe to me, when you do problem solving, how it is that you relate to your clients in terms of, oh, you got this problem, this is what I'm going to do. Is it more of a, 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 I guess, a, a math question, or is it more a hand-holding? How is it that you deal with that? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That's funny. Um, you know what, Jeff? I pride myself in doing anything and everything we need to do to help see a client through to the end. So it's a little bit of both. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is a math problem. Sometimes it's a little bit of hand-holding. You'll be surprised at how many individuals are not familiar with the loan process and right. the mortgage financing process. Of course. And what you have to do sometimes is you have to slow down and you have to teach them more You know how to do this. Because even though they may have purchased a couple homes, they usually have somebody that's dealing with it. And it's not until you run into a situation where you really see an individual that they don't, you know, that, that they don't know as much as you thought they may know. Right. You know, they're making a lot of money or doing different things, Jeff, but there's a certain things they don't know. So what we do is, you know, I like to keep it simple, stupid, and back it all the way out. Right. And what I like to do is say, hey, from beginning to end, we need this. This is why we need it. This is why it's important for you to have this documentation and let them know. This is not a requirement that we ask of you that we don't ask of anyone else. Everyone has to provide this documentation. And usually, Jeff, my explanation is the difference between people getting loans done and not getting loans done is not that they don't have the money or have the means. It's just that they don't have the organization or the structure. And sometimes you just have to sit down and help them structure from beginning to end to make sense out of the file so that when you pass it over to your processor and the processor passes over to the underwriter, that the file makes sense. The complete picture is painted, and and you have to work with those individuals to get you every piece of documentation that you need in order to paint the full picture. Once you walk them through that situation one complete time or two complete times, just after a while, they're learning while you're earning, and and that's what I pride myself in so that I have... uh, customers that revisit, repeating customers, 
And now they're more knowledgeable about it. And so now they're more comfortable. They understand why we're providing the documentation. And they'll be quicker to provide that documentation. The loan process will get easier and easier as we go along. You know, the, t the teamwork that you're talking about, working with the customer as not someone who doesn't know anything. And, and in the business, we get cynical and, you know, everything is too hard and, and we don't want to do it and we're complaining all the time. That's kind of the business side. But when we're dealing with customers, when we're dealing with people who really need help, the team aspect of trying to bring them into the fold, to make them a part of the process, to teach them what's going on is really what separates you from a lot of other loan officers. And that's kind of what I was trying to get to is the point of why I was asking you. It's, it's your ability to be able to encapsulate what the deal is explain it to the customer, and then help them with you carry it to the goal line. Absolutely. You know what, Jeff? At the end of the day, I always say this. I'll get more done with them understanding that we're doing this together than right. apart. And sometimes what happens is when people don't have understanding or knowledge about a situation, they get defensive because yep. it acts like they're questioning their intelligence. That's as right. Well as, you know, and so you never want to get in that situation. And I try myself because of being basketball, being a captain, being a teammate on every level. Yep. That I want to bring those people in, Jeff. I want to make them feel comfortable. I want to make them know, hey, listen, you're not going to know everything. I've been doing this for a long time, and sometimes I may not know some things. And the more you get them comfortable and willing to work with you, and you make them a part of this situation, as opposed to them viewing them as the problem in this situation, I pride myself in that, Jeff. It makes me feel good to be able to come to a resolution, and it makes me feel great to be able to teach. Hey, uh, listen, could you shout out your phone number? Um, this is Charles Giscombe. He's the uh, Qualified Individual Branch Manager for Malibu Funding out in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you could do that, because there's so many people who come to Nevada and need a terrific uh, person to talk to in general. If you could do that, it'd be great. Absolutely. You can reach me at 702-328-5191. Uh, at 702-328-5191. My email address is charles at malibufunding.com. Thanks very much, uh, Charles. I really appreciate you once again enlightening and helping us really uh, have a terrific segment on what's going on in the business. Thanks very much. Jeff, thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. Okay, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. Telephone number, pick up phone, give call. I am here. We're just going to cut out all the... Uh, the um, Yes, yeah, so all the words <laughs> that I don't really use ever. I'll just go right to. It's because you said caveman yeah. off air. That's yeah. why. You're you're Phil Hartman, caveman. Yeah, you're bulletizing your speech. <laughs> exactly right. Okay, let's talk millennials a little bit here and what's happening. Um, we've been told and we are anticipating this great wave of millennials getting into the housing market. And it is happening. I'm not saying it's not happening. But the idea that millennials are no longer living at home has been dispelled by this recent article by Jan Swanson over at um, uh, Mortgage News Daily. Uh, I just want a uh, couple of quotes, a couple of statistics. Uh, 2016, 21% of millennials are living at home uh, compared to 1990 where you only had 12 and a 12.2%. So obviously you've seen in the last 20 years or so, maybe 25 years, 
Um, millennials, yeah, they're still staying at home as the millennial population itself is getting to the age where they should really be pushed out of the nest. They're not. They're staying home. They're sleeping at home. They're never getting out. And guess what, mom and dad? You're going to have them there <laughs> until, until the cows come home. Unless, what do you think? I, th I think that uh, the, the mores of society have changed. I mean, when you and I left the house, we left the house because we wanted to, uh, you know, drink and smoke and convert with women and, and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff, absolutely. But because we are now the parents and the grandparents and the millennials are hanging around our houses because, you know, drinking and smoking and converting with women are stuff that we've already done, and so we're more accepting of that. So they can actually do this at home. They don't have to leave to go you do know, it. You know, oh, my gosh, same story, different day. My daughter is at home the other day, home from college, right? Anybody out there who's got college-age kids who are coming home for the summer. Yep. Oh, boy. Everybody reverts. You know, right. what do we revert to? The last known behavior that we had as seniors in high school. So my right. daughter's, you know, sneaking her, her alcohol, <laughs> having all her friends sneak in and out of the house late at night yeah. when we're supposedly asleep, and of course uh -huh. we're not because it's too darn loud anyway. Yes, I totally understand that yeah. and agree with that. But what's happening with the housing market? We need more millennials in it. Uh, we need more drivers of commerce and and. That's one of the statistics that I thought I'd bring up today. Uh, let's go through a little bit of the rate situation. Rates in general have remained about the same as they were a week ago, um, but uh, let's see, 30-year fixed rate at 4.625% to 4.75%. Then this is a general average of what rates are across the country. Uh, the FHA VA loans are 4.25% to 4.5%. Uh, and again, that's still pretty good rates, come on. The low fours, I mean, they're not low threes or high twos, but still, that's pretty unbelievable. And if you want to go to a 15-year fix, which I really like, and I also like the arms for those people who really know what they're going to do in the next five to seven years. The 15-year fix rate is 4.125% as an average, and the five-year arms are 3.75%. So if you know you're going to buy, hold, and sell in the next three to five years, hey, that arm product is looking sweet. I don't know. It's like, it's like the frog in the water story yep. right what, what's that well i mean you can put a, a frog in in a in tap water and put it on the stove and the water heats up and the frog doesn't notice the change quickly enough that he will boil to death before he jumps out that sounds right? awful but it, it, it's awful but you know if you sit around and watch for changes around you to take place and you wait until it's too late right it's like right. Uh, three and four uh, you know i can wait a while it may be too late by the time you actually make the move. Well, that's true. I mean, in terms of the How rising you interest rates. you put your hand on the stove? The two guests we've had today <laughs> spoke of it. It's exactly right. You can be waiting and waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden, it, you know, rates are going to be 5% 5, 5 for those lower 5-1 arms, which are now 3.75%. So if you're looking for that kind of deal, you really, you know, obviously now is a better time than anything else to do that. Okay. Let's talk credit cards here for a second. Um, article came out. I pulled it off because it was interesting about credit cards in general. A lot of people use credit cards for everything because they want the miles. They want free travel. Uh, there are certain things that are good for using your credit cards and other things that are not good for using your credit cards. And I want to cover the top six things here, or not top six things, but the six things in the article that talked about what you shouldn't be doing with your credit cards. Uh, you want to you want to venture a guess there, Daryl? What are some of the uh, well, things on the list? First, first of all, you should not be running them up to their limit, obviously. Well, that's that's true because well, of your credit uh, issue. 
but uh, I would say that you shouldn't uh, use it to pay off anything long term, right? Okay. Well, give us an idea here. All right, I'll get you started. One thing they say never do is to pay your taxes with your credit cards. And yeah, they, because that's interest on interest. That's correct. The problem with the, taxes in general are write-offs up to a certain point. With the new tax bill that uh, was passed last year, we know that uh, your your taxes plus, uh, I think, whatever the percentage, up to $500,000 are you can write off. Yeah, in, in interest payments on, on your mortgage. and Right, so know. if you pay with your credit card, you're now going to pay interest on taxes that you're getting an interest write-off on. So it right. makes absolutely no sense to do it that. It turns into a wash. You can actually write off the, the tags you pay at the DMV. You can? Yeah. And what is that? If it's your business or just in no, general because no, it's in a general, tax? because it's a tax. Okay, very good. I, that I didn't know. Yeah, there's no, supposedly no such thing as double taxation, right? Uh, yeah, supposedly. <laughs> Although, there, you know. There, there are ways. There are ways. <laughs> oh, and by the way, did you, well, the Internet can be taxed now, right? So yeah. um, basically each state has to come up with a taxing code for their particular sales online. And I know that the politicians who want the money in order to spend it on something that they think will help them get elected, I don't want to get political, but that just so irritates me. Mm. Instead of just leaving it alone, why don't they just not tax it? Wasn't right. that the way that we were supposed to grow the Internet to this stupendous thing? And then, uh, obviously, the at issue right now with the Internet is that uh, the Internet providers can now control the speed at which they, you know, let you access the internet based on, on who you are and how much you're paying. That's exactly right. What they call net neutrality. Right, correct. And I, there are a number of bills uh, up in the Senate and the House to try to solve this right. issue. But really, it, it becomes partisan politics as well. Yeah, what's yeah. going to happen is it's going to be a tiered system. So you want, you want higher speeds? Uh, you got to pay more. You want to see this particular way? You got to pay more. It's or just, if you're a Democrat, go. We all talk about capacity when we're looking to borrow money. If you're looking to get a mortgage loan for your house and you have a lot of debt on your credit card and it's run up to the limit and you're only paying minimums, you've got an issue with capacity and that hurts your credit score. Capacity is the amount of money you can still borrow on your credit cards, that you can still borrow on your line of credit. So if you've got anything more than 30 to 40 percent already on that credit card, your capacity is limited to obviously 60 to 70 percent. You don't want to go over that because otherwise it's going to hurt your credit score which ultimately is going to give you a higher rate on any mortgage debt that you're going to carry. Stocks and other investments and medical bills. You know about medical bills, Daryl? A little bit. Yeah, exactly right. You don't want to run up your credit cards Paying medical bills, although I know a lot of people in tough times do exactly you, that. You do what you got to do. Well, if, obviously. If you're going to the ER with a broken leg, you're going to do whatever you got to do to get you, You've got to. Yeah, 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 exactly right. And that's a good point. I mean, now we haven't talked a lot about medical expenses and what the write-offs are and what the new tax bill has about medical expenses. I don't know enough about that. But I do know that Obamacare is still alive and well, although some of the federal subsidies has gone away. But the sign-up periods at the beginning of each year, last year yielded another million, million and a half people who signed up for Obamacare. Now, each state runs their own Obamacare now. It's no longer a federal system because the federal reimbursements have really tapered off. But in California, you have a much better um, 
system to allow reimbursements through the California care system part of Obamacare. Uh, I think, what, what is the uh, Cal Obamacare website? What is it called? Do you remember? Uh, uh, California Care. It's CalCare, right, or Cal something like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, those are the six abominable things you shouldn't be doing with your credit card if you want to keep the lowest rate possible for your next mortgage. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Daryl, for jumping in and helping. Pleasure. Appreciate everybody listening to the show today, and uh, we will see you next time. I'm Jeff Barton, your host for the, uh, the uh, Mortgage Voice, here each and every week. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.